pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's June, it's the 6th of June, it's 2017, and it is a Tuesday, which usually means we have 15 games, um, and that is definitely the case when we're looking at tonight's slate. As always, on Tuesday, my co-host, The Siege, how you doing, buddy? Uh, I've actually done research for this slate, but you won't know it from my uncertainty as we move along here. Yeah, I was watching the Gator game, and um, one of the best games I've ever seen. Like any sport, anywhere. Like I, I watched almost that whole game, and um, as I was watching it, Katie went to sleep, and um, you know I started doing research for the slate. And like even after looking at this slate for like an hour and a half, I still really don't know where I want to go because there's so many options. So I like talking it out on the pod, and um, you know the listeners love it. So um, you know, let's give them that first look. If you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It's PlayDraft.com/backslash/grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. If you ever want a game, send me it. It's Stevie TPFL over there on PlayDraft. Um, I don't even know. Did you check our game? I think your misclick won it for you. No, misclick didn't win it for me. Sean Maniah won it for me. Oh, did you get there? Did you get uh did you get through? Did you get uh Dude, we we scored pretty bad. Oh yeah. I, I mean not taking the shark was my downfall. Like that was a mistake. But that's okay. Yeah. You went again. Ugh. Eight straight. Um all right. We're not even gonna waste any time, you know, chit chatting here. Let's just jump right into the slate. We got a lot to talk about and we're gonna try to keep it under an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, that feels about right. Yeah, realistically. Boston at New York, Drew Pomerantz against Tanaka. Nine total here. Uh, Tanaka, a little bit of a favorite here. Do you like either one of these pitchers? No. All right. I hate to be fast, but we're going to kind of breeze through pitchers that we don't like here. Um, there's too many that we do like. Yeah, there's this pitching slate is really strong. Um, yeah. Pomerantz, bad BVP against New York. Tanaka has good BVP, but not a lot of strikeouts. It's a Red Sox-Yankees game. These games last five freaking hours, and they always are just drawn out. It's just I'm not playing either one of these pitchers. Any of the Red Sox bats that you like here? No, not really. I'm not picking on Tanaka here. Like He's figured it out, and I'm not going to pay full price for the Red Sox on this slate. He's starting to throw his junk again, you know? like yeah. Is that elbow finally healthy? Is that UCL good? Like He's starting to throw his junk again. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, he, he's looked decent, and I'm certainly not going to pick on him on a 15-game slate when there's a bunch of gas cans we can pick on. I agree. Um, any Yankees here? I was telling you pre-show, I, I kind of think the Yankees are the sneaky stack here. Like, Pomerantz can give up the long ball. Yankee Stadium plays small as it starts to warm up. 
except it's going to be freezing and the wind's blowing in. Wow. Yep, 57 degrees wind blowing in. I just noticed that too. I could just see like a Yankees, a 2% Yankee stack hitting four home runs early and you're just going, well, why didn't I play the Yankee stack? I'm dead before, you know, X and X stack even starts. Not you wouldn't actually be dead, but I, I mean, they're priced up to the point where you're like, you're going to want to fade them, but I can already see some sharp player is just going to go all in on the Yankees and it's going to work for them. Maybe it'll be me, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. If I'm, if you're playing like, you know, 10, and 15 plus teams like this is you throw Yankee stack in there like they have good BVP too like there's home runs from Holiday Sanchez Didi Gardner like there's good BVP here outs- yeah out- outside of like a uh, Chris Carter like he's the only one I've seen doesn't- the Hicks Prince that one's gonna play him <laughs> 4.7k for Hicks man there's there's solid pricing and then there's pricing that's just a um, little high yeah. I mean, I like it. I like the tight pricing. Like, all the pricing's pretty tight today. So, you know, you're going to have to make decisions. You're not going to get everybody you want. You know where the pricing isn't tight? Play draft. Pirates at Baltimore. Ivan Nova against Kevin Gossman. Um, nine total here. Gossman a little bit of a favorite at 130. Um, this is the one game that I'm a little worried about weather. We'll kind of have to see what Kevin Roth has to say. Um, when we're looking at it, you know, historically, Ivan Nova is really good against righties, but. I just don't know if I could play him in this spot. I kind of think Baltimore sneaky in this spot. You know, a control guy who doesn't throw a ton of balls. Like that's the kind of guy I want to play against Baltimore. I want a guy who's pounding, trying to pound the zone. I don't know yeah. if I will do it, but I would be. I would much rather play the Orioles stack than I would be to play Ivan Nova. That, that's fair. I don't. I guess I don't think I'd play Nova here. Big ground ball pitcher against righties, like. I just – I don't know – I don't know. There, there's one guy, obviously, that we talked about pre-show that I like here for Baltimore. We'll get to in a second. Any interest here in Kevin Gossman? No. Um, Pittsburgh Bats, anything standing out to you here? No. I promise. I really like, like just no. I promise, listeners, there's a bunch of spots that we like here in the slate. Yeah, this, this ain't one of them. Um, the Baltimore side, I love Mark Trumbo as a one-off. I love Crush right behind him. Yeah. And I would probably pair it with Machado or Scope. Probably make a three-man out of it. You know I, I love pairing it with Scope. <laughs> I love Scope. Yeah, the problem is second base is kind of an interesting position today. I'm not sure I'm just ready to hand it away to Scope, but we'll see. And you want to hand it to third base, to Machado? I guess that's a dumb, dumb statement. I'm just going to retract that, and we're going to move on. <laughs> Angels... <laughs> Angels at Detroit, Jesse Chavez against Daniel Norris, nine total in this game. I'm going to say that a lot um, today. Um, Daniel Norris, a 150 favorite here. I'm guessing you have no interest in Jesse Chavez. No, not at all. Uh, what's your thoughts here on Daniel Norris? Where's the strike to... Where are the strikeouts? Yeah, I agree with you on that. I wanted to pull up his price really quick. Is he 6.7? Like... God. It's not quite low enough for me. Yeah. Man, I wanted it to be right around like six. Yeah, it's just not. Like, he's 100 less than Lament. Like, you're playing Lament first. Yeah. Definitely not playing any of the Angels. Um, You know, I've talked about it the last week, I feel like, at least two or three times. Nobody on the Angels this season outside of Maben, which he's hurt now, right? And Marte, didn't he get sent down? 
All right, hold on. Can't imagine they demoted Marte. Maven went on the DL. Did they call him. He was. Uh, All right. So Marte, got Marte down, crone up. I have a lot more interest now in Daniel Norris. Nobody on this ro active roster. Why has is it. DJ Crow not in the? Oh, he's in the player pool. I'm gonna get really upset. Nobody on this team has a batting average over 200 against left-handed pitching this season. You're not playing Daniel Norris. You're not playing Daniel Norris. CJ, I played Jaime Garcia against them. That's fine. I would rather play Jaime Garcia against them than Daniel Norris. I've done this before. Don't play him. He's terrible. terrible. I've made this mistake. I, I played him against the Royals. That didn't work. I tried. I've tried it in every half decent ass spot for him, and he sucks. He just sucks. All right. So Malonado over over three ninety four, and um, I always forget about you know Escobar's back. So CJ Crone at three point two k. He's been um, on fire in AAA, and he's hit left handed pitching before. Sure, I don't hate that. Um, outside of that, is there anybody else here for the Angels? No. You said um, you said when you were talking about the Yankees, you said they're your sneaky stack. I think Detroit's going to be my sneaky stack today. I don't think they're sneaky. I don't think they're. I I, really? I don't think they're sneaky. No. I've already heard three people tell me about the Tigers. Oh man, I love. I was so like I I was sitting there, sitting there going, man, I love this stack. Yeah, it's not CJ's not going to like no, love not it. Sneaky. Not sneaky. Love it. Not sneaky. Oh, man, Jesse Chavez, since the start of last season, 35% hard contact, 333 Woba with a 2.1 home run per nine against right-handed batters. We know this Detroit lineup, very right-handed heavy. Like, and it's hot. And it's hot. Man, I was really hoping Detroit was going to be sneaky. Like, I don't care I about hope, ownership. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, honestly, yeah, I, don't, I don't care too much about ownership on a 15-game slate. Um, you just but, have to avoid the team that becomes 25% for no reason. Well, there's yeah, cores on, yeah, there's cores on the slate too, though. So, yeah, but I, I don't think people are going to be attracted to cores with the with the pitching on the board. Like, I think it's much more salable. Like, hey, let's play the Tigers. Let's play Castellanos, Presley at two point four, Upton, JD Martinez, and Miggy, and still get good pitching than it is to pay all the way up with cores and not be able to get any pitching. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Like, I hope I look at the ownership projections and they're ten percent or less. If they're ten percent or less, you know. Fire up thy tiger stacks, you know. Roar, like let's go. But I don't think so. Sorry, dying there. Um. All right. Well, I love this stack. So it's I do too. I'm with you. I'm with you. God, I really didn't want it to be popular. Uh, St. Louis at Cincinnati. Adam Wainwright against Tim Adelman. Um, any interest here in Wainwright? No. It's so pesky. He's, he's he's hot right now. Like he's going to turn into like the four and a half ERA guy that he is. It's coming. He's not going to just magically start striking out the whole world all over the place for the rest of the season. Like it's going to come at some point. Yeah. Andy. I'm not paying eight one point. Hey, let me keep it simple for you. I'm not paying eight one point. I'm not paying eight point one k for freaking Wainwright when Paxton's eight eight. No. No, 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 no. I don't want to play him. I'm just trying to think if I can stack against him or not. Oh, of course you can. I don't want to play Wainwright. Oh, I thought you were trying to talk yourself no, to no, playing no, Wainwright. No. Oh, no, no. Oh, God, yeah, you can stack against him all hey, you want. Uh, one question. Where is this game at? 
Great American Small Park. Do you ever play pitchers in this ballpark? No. Okay. That uh, I'm, that's my. It's one of my rules. Like I'm with I, you. I think I've done it once, and I considered it once. No. Other um, one other time. The one time I played it, it was awful. And the one time I considered it, the guy struck out fourteen. Like wasn't today like the perfect example? Like Martinez pitched good all game, and then give him one hit through six and a half innings or six innings. A couple little bleeders. You know, then a double, and then the bullpen comes in and gives up a two-run homer, and you have four earned runs. Double the scooter, yeah. It's like, yeah, like, yep. yeah, four earned runs like that. So, like, it's just that's this ballpark. Yep. And th- this team has some decent success against Adam Wainwright too. That's all I needed to know. And then Tim Adelman, I don't really look at this guy's stats anymore. Like, he is one of those guys I just cannot figure out. Like, against the lineup that you can't figure out. Woo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you figure out the right one or two pieces that, you know, hit Adelman here, sure. It's just, you know, the soft contact or the hard contact rate is down. Like, he's a fly ball pitcher in Cincinnati. So, I'm kind of curious what his roads and home splits are. He's, he's just kind of a guy like, he's kind of just there. He's kind of like a better version of Mike Pelfrey. Yeah, that's... You know, we, we see this. We we really do see this from time to time for pitchers. Like you know, it's just uh, it's just nothing. Like he throws fastballs. Like he throws fastballs and changeups. <laughs> That's what he does. It's just like yeah. Oh, you think it's, it's you think it'd be so simple. I like Piscotty at this spot. I think that's the guy I like. He was heating up before, um, you know, has some good BVP and limited sample size. But like the profile, like you know, fastball changeup guy against Piscotty. Nothing moving horizontal or yeah, horizontal is a good idea for, is ideal for him. So I kind of like him a little bit, but it's not a spot I'm really going to attack. Honestly, just because I don't trust the Cardinals' offense, they're bad, and I kind of want to get them out of a small park where I can start going back to the pitchers against them, like, like we did for two months, because I think they're ready to just be terrible for another month. So you know. I love this spot for Jerko because this guy doesn't have a slider. Like Jerko has been awful against sliders this year. Um, and I don't hate that idea either. He's really, yeah, really good at fa- really good at hitting fastballs. Really good at hitting changeups. Really good at hitting curveballs. He just really struggles with sliders. So like sliders, um, I really think this is a great Jerko one-off spot. Um, you know, righty righty matchup, which we love Jerko in. You you pull up his batted ball profile and like. He just mashes fastballs. Mashes fastballs. How do you know exactly what I was going to do right now? Oh, is that what you're doing? Yeah, I was going to go look at it for myself. I just remember, like, I looked it up this morning when I was looking at him for today, and, like, he crushes fastballs and curveballs. Like, it's just a slider. Like, look at his – I think his whiff rate is really high on sliders. Let's see. Let me just pull up tomato then just for fun. Uh, He throws uh, basically fastballs and changeups, and you were kidding. And they're not very fa- – we call them fastballs. That's they're, what I said. That's they're fastballs in name only. Yeah. Um, yeah. This actually is a really good jerker spot. Yeah, like- he does really miss at the changeup a ton, and he's been very lucky uh, this season in terms of X-12. I wonder if uh, – that was last year. I wonder if he's just getting – if he's actually just hitting the ball better this year. Um, yeah, he's – I mean, goodness sake. Fastballs and changeups, right? And curveballs. Yeah, just don't. Play I mean, that, I mean that sample size this year, you really got to. So like, he's got an eight thirty one x woba. Like, there's no chance it stays that high, right? No, it, it's high. Don't get me wrong. 
but like I'm gonna keep using him against righties that don't have sliders because like I mean he did have a 409 well but last year against him but like he was super lucky in terms of X well but but maybe he's just this good <laughs> yeah so jerk off one or jerk oh jerk off <laughs> he, he was bad in 2015 for what it's worth too but he was really good against lefties right like I, I uh, yeah. Was, no, yeah, he was fine against them, but the swing, the whiff rate was really high. But I guess, like, when did he go to the Cardinals? 2015? 2016, I think. I think last year was his first year with the Cards. He was with San Diego, like, in and out of the lineup all the time. Oh, man. This guy, yeah, this guy was, I, I, I get that. I, I don't mind it. I don't hate it at all. Let me just put up. Yeah, I guess if I have it up, let me pull up this guy. Now that I've got it up, uh, let's see. Uh, last year he was just a massive swing and miss guy against changeups, but he was good against curveballs and slow fastballs. And the whiff rate against changeups is still massive this year. But when he hits it, it goes a long way. Yeah, I think I like Jerko better. I think I'm with you. All right. And third base is weaker than home field too. Um, Cincinnati. Anything that you like here against Wainwright? Why? Is, like we can't get a pitcher that Billy Hamilton's competent against. Like, I'm so mad that he got on in the first inning. Oh, I was run. so tilted. I was like, if they swear to God, if he steals two bases after Martinez walks, I'm going to lose my mind. Yep. Thankfully, he got himself picked off or caught stealing because he's an idiot and got an awful jump. No, it's... But I just was like, you have to be kidding me. Like, Carlos Martinez, of all the guys not to walk. But, like, he's been bad against Wainwright in his career, too, and he, Billy Hamilton can't hit any of his profiles. So, again, Wainwright, don't walk him. Yeah, if I'm playing anybody from the Reds, it's probably Duvall. It's probably a stack, right? I think I'm just stacking. If I'm gonna, if I'm attacking this game, I'm stacking it up. The like Cardinals you're stacking the lefties, and you're just kind of hoping for the best. Yeah, the, the Cardinals bullpen's been pretty bad too. Like the lefties in that bullpen are dreadful. Like they didn't even go to um, uh, shoot. Oh, um, lefty from Toronto last year that was unhittable um, had major regression coming. Brett Cecil. Like they didn't even go to him. They went to Segrist, and then he immediately gave up the hit to freaking Scooter. The lefties in the Cardinals pen have been a major problem. And so like, I wouldn't fade Duvall or Cozart in the stack. I said lefties, but now that I think about that, I wouldn't fade. Like if Wainwright gets in trouble, like you're gonna get the bad bullpen for. I, the, the, car, the red stack is so sneaky here. So sneaky. Division rivals, ton of history here. Small ballpark. I don't hate this. All right, let's move on. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Um, seven and a half total. Jose Quintana against Chris Archer. Chris Archer, one sixty favorite here. Um, I don't really like Jose Quintana. I don't think I would try to talk people off of it. Um, you know, Tampa does strike out a bunch against lefties, but they also hit them hard. So, like, I wouldn't talk it off. But what's your thoughts? This is the first game in the I don't know what the f to do category. I think, like, Quintana looks hurt to me. And there's not a lot of Ks in the lineup other than Miller and Rasmus against Quintana, so I don't think they'll play. So I don't think I'm going to play Quintana. It's the Archer play I don't know what to do with because I think people are going to just – people are still on autopilot that's like the White Sox can't hit right-handed pitching, and it's not that way. And you're getting a drop down on him from Ray – and, you know, we talked about how hitters are priced up. And I think every little bit of savings is going to be important. I think people are going to go to Archer over Ray for that 1300 in savings, saying, like, oh, the White Sox are terrible against right-handed pitching. Like, 
They've been league average for over a month now, um, and they don't strike out as much as you think. Now, it's Archer. He can strike out 14 in any matchup. It's a, do I want to play Archer as at a 25-30% ownership in this spot? I don't know if he's worthy of that ownership in this spot. I don't disagree with what you're saying about them being kind of league average over the last month, but their strikeout rate really hasn't increased. Like, you, you look at the strikeout rate for the last 30 days, and it's still right around, like, 23%, which is what they've pretty much been at all season. Like, you add in the few, like, guaranteed strikeouts that, you know, Archer is going to produce anyway, and, like, I love this spot for him. He's probably going to be my highest-owned pitcher on the slate. Yeah, I feel like every, you're, see, you saying that just makes me think everyone's going to go there. Like, that's my problem. Like, here's the thing. Do I want to play Archer at 30% or Marco Estrada in Oakland at 5 I want to play Marco Estrada in Oakland at 5 It's a fair point. Like, uh, I just I, – I mean, I, I'll have to look up – I'm going to have to figure out who the umpire is over, like, the next 10 minutes. Um, but the, the other thing that you're kind of forgetting here is people have just been paying for Max Scherzer. Like – his ownership the last three or four times he's pitched has been. But we saw today, Stevie. We saw today that people are not doing that. Like, we saw Carlos Martinez at 12-5 was a guy everyone's just been paying for, but people jumped off. He came in at 18%. Like, people are willing to move to cheaper options that are better. Like, we've seen it. Like, people are still scared off by weather, but they were willing to pay down to get themselves better hitters today. We saw that. Martinez came in at 18%. I think this is a very similar situation where it's not like Scherzer against the Dodgers isn't this no-brainer spot. I think you'll see people pay down. I don't think you'll see people pay all the way up. They'll pay down for Robbie Ray even or Archer or Paxton. I, I think you're not going to get that ownership on Scherzer that you think there's going to be. It's fair. Um, there's a ton of pitching, but I, I just like I said, I'm going off. If Chris Archer is the highest on pitcher on the slate, do you want to be overweight or underweight? Over. Yeah, I definitely want to be underweight. Yeah, well, it's fair. Like, your point's fair. Like, I, I like the Estrada call. We'll get there in a few minutes. But I, I just love Archer at home, and then he gets the team that's striking out against right-handed pitching this season. So, like, I, wonder, I, like I, wonder what, I wonder what the umpire is for him. Let's see. I can pull. Oh, they did, that's a new series, so I won't know. <laughs> yeah, that's a situation where I would love to know the umpire. Um, anybody right. here from the White Sox or the Rays bats-wise that you want in your lineups? Anybody from the Rays? No. I think it's a stay away game. By the way, for what it's worth, uh, oh shit, that's that's. Uh, this is interesting. Yeah, it gives the low strike and doesn't give the high one. Oh boy. Uh, sorry, I was looking at the Estrada umpire. This is kind of interesting. <sighs> I don't know if I like Estrada as much as I just said for a preview, but I just can't play Archer as the highest on pitcher. Like if I project them that way. And I guess I'll probably be behind Paxton. But, like, if I project him to be the second on his highest own behind Paxton, I just don't know if I can pull that trigger. Fair enough. Um, I'm with you. I don't like any bats here. I could see – is Tim Beckham, like, free? I doubt it. He hasn't been free in months. It's 3,500. He'll get some ownership there. Yep. All right, let's move on. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Aaron Nola against Jaime Garcia. Eight and a half total. Um any interest in the pitchers here? We don't play pitchers in SunTrust. Let's move on. I'm getting to that point where I'm not playing pitchers in SunTrust. 
I'm uh, there. I've been there for a month. Look, I would I, if this game were even in Philly, I would have interest in Aaron Nola. But I am just not playing pitchers in that park. I'm done. I'm just done. I was done a month and a half ago, and it's just like every time I watch a game in there, it's just everyone gets hit. And like Aaron Nola is going to have the Aaron Nola game. It's going to happen. I just am going to miss it. I'm just going to miss it when it happens. Like I can't keep rolling this guy out there, especially in this spot. Like just there's no chance. Um, Jaime Garcia has one of the best um, soft to hard contact ratios this season. It's like 0.5%. Um, really solid as far as that goes. Ground ball pitcher. Um, I could see Philadelphia kind of getting some ownership here. I don't know if I necessarily want to stack them in this spot. They're playing in SunTrust against a soft-throwing lefty. I do. Yeah, I, I, I and they're your... cheap. They're cheap, Stevie. That's the key, right? They're cheap. Yeah, but is that – that's – the thing is, can you play Scherzer in Philly? Because that's what yes. everybody's going to want to do. But I think you. But it's not even that. You can play. You can go to Robbie Ray and Archer and fit Philly. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't go all the way up, like you can, like they're all cheap. Like Tiosef's three two. Altair is three four. Franco is three four. I'm looking at it. They Ruff are is two seven. Like they're they're dirt cheap on a slate where there's nothing dirt cheap available to you. So, like, if you want to pay up for two pitchers, this is the way you're going to go. But it's it's SunTrust. Like, you can't just be like, oh, it's a bad spot. Like, it's SunTrust. It's I'm a not, good spot. I'm not <laughs> saying it's, it's, a, it's SunTrust. It's going to fly. I'm not saying it's a bad spot. I'm just saying, like, this guy is one of the best pitchers in baseball this season with soft to hard contact. It's Jaime Garcia for – God, he's not good. No, I don't disagree with you. Uh, just Small uh, sample size alert on anything with Jaime Garcia because the guy can't throw any – innings because he gets hurt all the damn time yeah or, or he walks to a bunch of people Ugh. um if i was gonna play any of the philadelphia k okay per nine in freaking that park oh my god there's no chance of working out yeah I'm 242 looking... pop up against stevie like he's going to get shelled yeah i just god, I think philly's gonna be super popular um I, i'm looking at joseph 15 out. game slate though how popular are they gonna be yeah. All these stacks we talked about, like one of the, like, not all these spots we say are going to be popular are going to end up being popular. With like in a vacuum, like if they were the best spot, they would be popular. But like, how many of these spots are actually going to end up being popular? Yeah, I I think if I'm stacking Philadelphia here, it's like Joseph Althier, Franco Rupp, like the four, five, six. I'm not seven. touching Franco. Oh my god, he looks so bad. Yeah. Oh. He had like one good game, and then I just keep going back to him. And I just I watched the game today. Just no, he's swinging at everything, and we know that Jaime Garcia is a, just a junk ball thrower. Like he'd have to just miss one over the middle of the plate, to be honest. Like you can get Ray and Archer, no problem. By the way, with the Philly stack, like literally, no, you can get Scherzer and Ray, no problem. Like yeah. no problem at all. Um, thoughts here on the Braves against Nola. <sighs> Matt Adams, I think I, in, in CRT, the guys I would like, I think I like it better as one-offs than a stack, unless Atlanta just throws out. Like, if they throw that lineup, that, like, I don't understand why they changed the lineup from Sunday. That lineup was moving and just matching the ball. Why did you revamp the whole damn thing? I did if like the throw, fact that they had Ruiz in there, though. If they throw the lefties in there, I'll be fine with it. If they don't, probably not. Yeah. Um... I think I agree with you. Like, I definitely want Adams. Um, I like Marcakis always. And like you said, in CRT. 
I can't find Nick Marcakis on a 13-game slate. There's just not a power upside there. Um, thirty-one hundred. I could play him at that price. You could get some nice value if they play like Ruiz, like some good value in a small ballpark. Oh gosh, I just I don't see. I would much rather just play Philly. I know it might be a little more popular, but just do that. All right, San Francisco at Milwaukee. Matt Cain against Chase Anderson. Matt Cain in Milwaukee just sounds so wonderful. Um, I'm guessing you have no interest in Matt Cain. Matt Cain's a great play on this slate, Stevie. What are you talking about? Um, what's your thoughts here on Chase Anderson? Oh, man, it really depends on what the lineup they throw out there is. Like, if they throw the lefty-heavy lineup out there, it's going to be tough for me not to at least consider it. I don't see a world in which they wouldn't, right? They kind of rolled a right-handed heavy one today. Hmm. Again. And I was kind of caught off guard against Junior Guerra, who's been very good against left-handed bats. They kind of played. They played Nunez, and they played. Um, let's see if I can pull it back up here. Uh, they played uh, Nunez. They played Posey. They played Pence, and they played that uh, that new kid they called up. I guess it wasn't as right-handed heavy as I thought it was. Cali X. Yeah. If this lineup was to roll out again tomorrow, I think I'd have the price on Chase. Like, here's the problem. He's 7-9, and it's like, okay, well, I'm playing Paxton for 900 more every time first. And it's like, am I going to pay 7-9 for Chase, or am I going to pay 6-8 for Lament? Probably paying 6-8 for Lament, even in Arizona. You know, the question, whether Chase Anderson comes up, ends up in my lineups is, do I play Estrada or Chase Anderson? Like, I think that's going to be the dividing line. And I think that's going to be a very close call. All right. Fair enough. And um, it's going to depend on the umpire, to be honest. Any Giants bats that you want here? Any Giants bats? Uh, no. What? I don't hate, I don't hate, actually, that's not true. I don't hate the idea of Posey. What's the price on Nunez? High. Is it really? Yeah. He was 4-3 today, I think. Oh, third base outfield, 4,700. No, nope, you're not doing that. Nope, he would be the one guy that I'd want. Um, uh, Milwaukee side here, love Thames. God. Matt Cain with a hitter's umpire. Do I need to say anything else? No, you don't need to say anything else. Like, Milwaukee might be that team that we were thinking, like, trying to find a sneaky stack. Yeah, I think this is the one. Like Matt Kane is so bad. And if he's not gonna get free, if he's not gonna get free strikes in the corner, like this is the third best ump in all of baseball in terms of calling the right zone. So at home this season, he has a one point eight two ERA with a two eighty two Woba. On the road he has an eight point two eight with a three ninety three Woba. And this lineup is just not gonna be sexy with no shot in it. No one's gonna go to it. He just doesn't benefit on the road from playing in that massive ballpark. He's gonna get shelled. There's no chance that DK actually added, added that kid, right? God damn it, DK. Maybe Fandle did. God, I even tweeted him, too, to make sure they added him for today, too, and they didn't do it. I really told me. God. Oh, you can play Thames in the outfield now. Oh, finally. See, someone listens to this podcast. Oh, buddy. Didn't we complain about that yesterday? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. Did they, call, did they put him on the player play with Fandle? Yes! Brett Phillips, 2K special on FanDuel. Yes! 
Like this guy mashes right-handed pitching, and the only reason he's terrible, like he hasn't been called up now, is that heavy strikeout rate. Oh my goodness! And Matt Cain can't strike out anyone. Yes, Brett Phillips, two K special. Dude, I'm telling you right now, Milwaukee's gonna win somebody a, a tournament tomorrow. It's gonna be me. Like I'm definitely in this. I'm like, why? Oh, I just this is a. I, I was looking at yesterday's line. I was like, why is the run total under four? And I forgot I had gotten to yesterday's totals to look at the line. Nine. Yeah, Chase and Brewers are a favorite. Like, I'm with you. I love this spot. I'm so with you. Remind me to tell you my um my Fanduel team when we get off the air. Um, oh, Brett Phillips is two K. God, that's gonna be that's gonna be a joy. Moving on, New York at Texas. Jacob Degrom against Dylan G. Dylan Revenge. G. Revenge. Yeah, sure. Uh huh. Okay. Um. DeGrom here. Any interest? No. I don't play tech pitchers in Arlington. God, it's, it's super hot in Texas, too. That has to be the hottest game on the slate. That's why this game is a nine. I was so thrown off by this total, but now I know why. I see why. All right. Yeah, um, it's in the, in the wind's blowing out. Which is so weird. Like, this is like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's like not, the total might be low. Can I say that right now? Total might be low. I would not be shocked if DeGrom goes out and dominates this game. I will say that, but I'm not playing him here. This DeGrom spot feels like the exact same spot we talked about with Jeff Samarja last night. Yeah, okay, yeah, I can get behind that. Like, it's either seven innings, 11 Ks, or it's not pretty. Yeah, completely fair enough. Like, that is, um, yeah. I, I will say, though, when that when that Milwaukee lineup came out and there was no Shawl. Like, then the and, line didn't move. I freaked out. I freaked out. And then, and then um, he got hit in the first inning, and I was like, see? I was so smart going underweight on the field. And then the zone, the zone was just massive in that game. Like, they, like if I had known that that was the umpire there, I would have had it, right? Like, but, like, on the first game of the series, you don't have the umpire assignments, which is just brutal. Because, like, like, you know, Shark's guy, like, that guy was amazing. For, and he kept getting, like, an inch and a half off the corner. Give Shark an inch and a half off the corner, and it's – He's just going to pound it. It's going to be good night. Yeah. He finally realized, he's like, well, wait, this guy's going to call the chop a strike? All right, let's keep throwing it there. Yeah. Not saying, like, you know, like, you know, that's part of the – that was part of the upside of Sharp, right? You know, you get a good umpire and stuff. But, like, that's kind of the thing you have to remember. Like, umpires matter. <laughs> and Dylan G is just so bad, by the way. Like, you're telling me, like, he's not – like, 31% hard contact against lefties last year. Like, he hasn't strike out anyone. Gives up home runs to everyone. Like – who said Dylan G was not good? I You're said, like, I don't think he gives up as much hard contact as I thought. To righties, not to lefties, to righties. Yeah, but he's freaking facing the Mets. What the hell do we care what he does to the righties? No, I agree. I was just saying, like, his righty numbers are – they always throw me off. I remember oh, that from last year. I, oh, I thought you were telling me his numbers against lefties are better than I thought. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Righties. Yeah, Mets, one through five, right? Yes, Mets, yeah. one through five, yes. Okay, yeah, all right. Yes, on the same page, yes. Oh, God. There's so many good spots on the slate. There's so many good spots on the slate. All right. Um, we haven't even gotten to some of my favorites. Mets one through five, definitely in play. Um, I wouldn't fade Wilmer Flores if you're building a bunch of Mets stacks. Just saying. Yeah, the only problem that I have with that is, like, I have fallen in love with Jerko now, and, like, I'm playing Neil Walker at second base. I'm not playing – Flores at second base. Yeah, that's a fair point. 
Um, the Texas side here against Degrom, I think I'll pass. Pass. It's a fifteen game slate. Let's. You're, you're, you're guessing which guy's going to hit the home run, right? That's fifteen it's, game slate. You don't need like if some random guy hits two home runs. Congratulations. I'm not going to deal with that. Miami at Chicago, Jeff Locke against Jake Arrieta. Um, no total in this game. Wind blowing in from left field at 15 to 17 miles per hour. Kind of the same scenario we had yesterday. Um, same type of wind blowing in. There was a couple home runs hit, but what, what that game at? Three to one? Yeah, three to one. It was just a couple of bombs early. I even texted you. I was like, oh, boy, here goes the Australian blow-up game. And then he figured it out. So. Yeah, well, Brian just – Brian murdered that baseball. Like – you know, Chris Bryant would have been out if there wasn't for the win, too. Yeah, Chris. I remember it was, I don't remember it was the part of the show. I was like, the two guys I'm worried about are Chris Bryant and Contreras, and Bryant murdered one. And I kind of just looked at myself and I went, why did I play no Bryant at third base? I didn't like third base, and I was that. I was whatever. <laughs> Ryan Healy worked out. That was before the Ryan Healy show, but. I mean, I remember, I remember saying if there's one guy I was playing from Oakland, it'd be Healy yesterday. The home run hunter was just like, hey, four, five, six. I love them all. And I was like, all right, great. Ryan Healy, I hate third base. There you <laughs> go. Soft. Problem solved. Um, um, so what are we doing with the pitchers here? We know the wind's blowing in. We know Arietta's kind of – You're not Jeff Locke. You're not uh, – Arietta, I mean – Hey, The discount's kind of nice. Jeff Locke dominated in that first start. Arizona is terrible on the road. This lineup is junk. I, I, we'll talk about that in a minute. I said it. I said it laughing. Oh, well, I thought you were being serious. No, God, no. He really did look good, though. Yeah, his my his his double A minor numbers this year solid. Double A, double A. He's, he's on started, rehab. To be fair, he's on rehab. Uh, well, he started the season in single A, so yeah, he was on rehab. To be fair, like let's let's give the guy a little slack here. Um, but I just, uh, I kind of, I like the same guys. Like I like Bryant. I like Contreras and then everything else is kind of just meh. I really want to fade this game. I'm going, I I really, Arietta at 9k, I think is interesting with the wind blowing in. He can't hold on runners either. That's the problem. So like, I, the thing is, right. If the wind's blowing in Miami, I think it's be a lot more willing to run. And I just don't know if I want Arietta with a team that can run on him. Which, by the way, makes for some interesting Miami one-offs for dirt cheap. If you find the right guy who gets on base and steals twice. Yeah. D. Gordon would always be that first guy for me. He's on under the road, 4K. On, on the road, batting leadoff. Yeah, he's under 4K. Real Muto should be a punt catcher in this scenario, right? Because, like... He's a guy yeah, that's he'll still roll a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, really, honestly, I think I'm. Just oh, I forgot to talk about Yachty. Damn it. Um, we'll have to we'll have to put it back at the end. Um, yeah, my interest in playing Miami really depends on what the status of Justin Bohr is. I don't think he's going to play, but if he does, I can see making like a mini Bohr Yelich Gordon type thing and attack the speed and the power of Bohr moving to the other way. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to do it on a 15 game slate. Maybe a maybe a turbo slate. I could see myself doing that. Maybe a little bit more. All right, moving on to Houston at Kansas City. David Paulino against Jacob Janis, right? Yeah. File this one under the second or Jake Junis. This file this under the Junis. second game. I don't know what to do with. Like this well, is the. I have no idea what to do with this. 
Well, looking at all right, so just you know, it, it's small sample size. Even for AAA for Paulino, we don't really see much here. Flyball pitcher, um, really kind of average swinging strike rate. The strikeout rate was only twenty one percent in AAA. His batter was like two ten though, so that you know we can't really go off of much there. In the bigs, in his couple starts, he hasn't looked good. And then we go to the other side. Great. I mean, he, looked, he pitched well against uh, Minnesota. Did he? Four innings, two earned, eight Ks. He had eight strikeouts against Minnesota. Mm. Four innings. I mean, that's not a sustainable rate, but he threw 90 pitches. Oh, I, was, I was looking at his advanced stats, and they didn't like, like – yeah. yeah, the advanced stats aren't good, but oh, – I say that, and it's – I guess he had a. Did you see his Babbitt from that game? Like zero, five seventy. <laughs> Welcome to the bigs, kid. Yeah, let's get, I mean, the problem is he's getting the Royals, which is just. Uh... And then Junis has great minor league numbers, but if I remember the correctly, the stuff wasn't overpowering. Yeah, his minor league numbers are insane. Um, I just don't think the stuff was that impressive, if I remember correctly, looking at it. I'm pretty sure it was just kind of like I can tell you velocities like yeah go ahead um fastball velocity here was well he does a cutter he doesn't throw a fastball a lot. he does a cutter and a slider his cutter his average velocity is like 92 on his cutter his slider is about 83 um when he throws his fastball it's about 93 so it gains about a mile per hour on the cutter which is kind of thicker too right doesn't he no change up curve but he doesn't throw them very much Interesting. Why does it say he throws a sinker here? He does throw a sinker. I lied. So he's I a just, cutter, sinker, slider guy. Yep. And the velocity... It's just not, just, not overpowering. The velocity on the sinker is right around the cutter and the fastball. Yeah, the question is just, what does it move? I have to go look that up. I'm not going to do that now. But, yeah, I... Not overpowering stuff. Gave up some hard contact in his one start. He throws a bunch of pitches. Like, that needs to be said, right? Like, he throws a bunch of pitches. Well, we just named, what, five? And he has a curveball and a changeup. Like, yeah, but he doesn't throw them, like, ever. So, realistically, he's throwing a cutter and a fastball. I think it was a four-seam. Like fa- the fastball's, like, under 10%. Like, it's really just a cutter, sinker, and a slider. It's not three bad pitches to have, like. No, it's not. It's if just- it wasn't Houston. Like, right? Like, if it wasn't Houston, I might have oh, some wait, interest. Oh, wait a minute. Sliders against Houston. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Sliders against Houston. I just remembered. <laughs> George Springer this year has a 21% whiff rate, or swinging strike rate against sliders. Last year was 21.1%. Let's move on to Jose Altuve. He had a 10% last year, which is actually, like, really high for him. And he's at 13% this year. Let's go to Josh Reddick. And Josh Reddick is, uh, let's see, 12% this year. And last year he was at 8%. Reddick actually looks really like a nice play. Uh, Reddick Correa. is Correa had a 16% swing strike rate last year on sliders as well. You got to you gotta put Correa against fastball, guys. I talked about that in my Roto World article today. Like, you got to play him against put, uh, but what's he do against sinker golf ballers? Oh, he obliterates the sinker. Holy moly. Yep. But he can't slide it to save his life. 
<laughs> I guess when he does, he goes like he has like no power. He hits a single. Woohoo! Yay! Yay. Singles, singles are gonna win this tournament. Yay! Um, hey, you can play him in cash games because he's gonna get three singles. Um, he's gonna strike out twice. Uh, so like fifty seven hundred. I don't hate this. Yeah, like. I just I, the problem is Houston just doesn't struck out, but it's like it's, it's I honestly hard. so like realistically I probably would pay the extra five hundred dollars and take the other side, Paulino in the spot. I think I would take Judas first. You would you would rather take a, a guy against a team that's won eleven straight this just on the reminds me, like what's the difference of this spot in Shamanaya today? Like what is the what's the difference in the spot? We like know a, a lot. Does, a team that doesn't strike out. Against a guy who has a really good slider, like has a slide that throws a slider a ton. Like, what is the like? What's, we, the, what's, what's the difference? Other we than, like, know we know Shamanaya's slider is really good. We don't know much about this kid. Like, it's gonna take some digging and looking. He have like a fifty-eight to eight ratio in the minors. It's probably good. His, uh, let's see. Let's look at the pedigree. His 42, uh, he's logged 42 innings in AAA this season. He has a 14.5% swinging strike rate with a 34.6% strikeout rate. Um, 2016, he threw 30 innings, 11.1% swinging strike rate. 2016 in the minors in the AA, logged 119 innings with 11.6% swinging strike rate and a 24% strikeout rate. I just asked my Kansas City guy what's the deal with him. I'll have an answer by the morning. <laughs> There you go. I I, I just think uh, I mean the minor league numbers are just incredible. The swing and strike year. rate numbers are for sure. Yeah. <sighs> I probably won't roster him. Good turbo slate play. Let's just say that. Yeah, I just I don't know. I don't want to pick on Houston, but it's just a team that strikes out a if bunch. The sli- if we if we knew the slider was plus, let's say we knew it was a plus slider, right? I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find grades on him. That's what I was doing, by the way. Oh, grades on him. Where I, I know where to find those. It's on the baseball reference page, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they might have his name spelled uh, Jock of Junis. Um, that's that's causing a problem here. I know this makes for an exciting podcast, but I think our listeners are okay with us trying to figure this out. It could like under six K. Like you know, we look. Up Lamette that one time and like oh, you know, man, our man, listeners. Was, it's Jake Junis. I found it. Found it. Mm-hmm. What's it graded at? I found his page. I'm trying to find the grading on here. Hold on. Yeah. Can't find it either. I think it's. It used to. Be, it, it's normally on the top of the Fangrass page, isn't it? Let's just be clear. We're not playing any bats in this game, or at least I'm not. Where do you stand on that as we research this? Like, I'm just not gonna. I'm like, I understand not picking on Houston, but I'm not gonna pick on a guy who's throwing a slider 34% against this lineup. Oh, our boy went yard. I don't know. <laughs> I might keep playing him as one off against. Oh Ryan and pitching. yeah, our boy does profile really well. I forgot about that. I yeah, just, I just want to keep playing him against Ryan and pitching before people catch on. Oh, he profiles so well against that bullpen too. Like I, I think I mentioned it yesterday. I might not have, but he profiles so well against that bullpen too. Like they all try to throw low in the zone, like, and this guy just mashes fly balls with those pitches. 
All right. I don't know if it's just because he's logged a bunch of innings in the minors, but I cannot find. I can't find this grade either. I was just about to try to go look up his vertical sideways movements, but I just I can't. I just don't really want to deal with it right now. The slate is just my brain is fried from this slate. I think I'll just write it down to deal with it tomorrow. All right. I I just don't think we're gonna play him either way. Like I don't think this is the Lamette spot, right? Like, what would the grade have to be for you really to do it? Like, it would have to be one hell of a grade, I think. All right, so they're giving him an overall grade of C plus. Yeah, but that doesn't really matter. Like, we need to know what the hell the damn grade no, is. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm okay. I, I found I finally found like some information on a minor league on the minor league page. Yeah. See, I will say, like, don't be fooled that this guy was a 29th round pick. He was drafted out of high school and got a bonus of $700,000 out of high school. So he clearly was a top talent, right? So between double A AA and triple A last season, 143 Ks, 34 walks, 149 innings. God, that, just has, that slider has to be decent. You got They're saying it's more of a curve. Hmm, interesting. I'm gonna yeah. yeah. Sheld. Yeah. File this uh, under the file this under the investigation thing we're gonna have to do, I think. I'm doing everything I can to find something on this guy. I just I cannot I can't find anything that like is telling me what I need to know. Royals top prospects, this guy was thirteenth at the start of the last season. Yeah, but he had a really good minor league season last year, so that's not really damn helpful. I know. I finally found some grades. Hold on. I, I know this is terrible for the podcast. Hold on. Stevie just wants to know if this is the Lamette two point and it's bugging him. I can t- I can see it they through the grade, camera. They say he has a curveball, not a slider, by the way, and it grades fifty fifty. <laughs> Shut up! Really? Yeah. <sighs> Average curveball that he locates fairly well. Solid average command with his fastball. I don't think I can play him here after just looking at everything. Yeah, I think it's a pass. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pass. I really do. Um, digging into it. All I'm right, gonna let's... play him. I can't wait for that. I'm gonna play him on that three-game travel slate that I know exists with the Miami, uh, Chicago, Mets, Texas, Houston, Kansas City game. Absolutely a lock for me to play him on that travel slate. All right, sorry, listeners. Um, I, I had a feeling this is where we we're going to end up. Just it's probably worth the experiment. Oh, it was. Hey, you know, that's if you guys ever wanted to find out what happens when you're doing articles and you're doing shows and you're doing stuff, and a guy comes up that you like need to dig into, you just kind of heard it firsthand. Cleveland at Colorado, Clevenger against Sensatella. You play uh, the bats. Let's move on. That's serious. To eleven twelve, you're playing the bats if you want to play cores like. Do we really have to analyze anything else? Like, like Clevenger throws 35% curveballs and changeups. Those are the two worst performing pitches in cores. Sliders and fastballs are decent, and he throws those about 40%. Like, figure it out. Like, and that's Sensatella. He can't strike anybody out. We're done. Moving on. <laughs> done. San Diego at Arizona. Lamette against Robbie Ray. Eight and a half total. Robbie Ray, a huge favorite in this game. 182. Um, Let's talk Ray first. What's your thoughts here on Robbie Ray? I'm not paying that price tag. Like, he's going to start walking people again. I'm not going to fade him and then just watch him walk six guys when I play him. No. It's 
Like, so I'm out. I've been out for two starts. Fine. Yeah. Out until he blows up. It's kind of where I've been the last two starts, too. I faded him the last two starts. Um, I don't know if I can fade him here. Like, the Padres have been the worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching this season. They're last in almost every stat. WRC+, plus, Wobo, average, home runs. Like, they have just been awful against left-handed pitching this season. Don't come kilting to me when he walks five in the first two innings, and you're just like, why did I play Robbie right now after sitting out the first two? And he threw 115 pitches his last start. I should have seen this coming. Bottom half and walks against left-handed pitching, too. <laughs> he hasn't pitched in a week. Rusty, he's going to walk. <laughs> Walk, guys. This is Robbie Ray. He's not having a 1.1 whip forever. <laughs> he could strike out 10 here, though. Walk a few, strike sure. out 10. He could, but he could also just walk five guys and then be out after five innings if you're throwing 110 pitches again. Oh, God, I remember the beginning of the year when you loved Robbie Ray. Um, what's your thoughts? I here? love Robbie Ray. It's just I know I know that the game is coming. I know the I freaking uh, I know the game is coming, and I just can't. I can't hop on a slate this loaded and then watch him just at 12K just walk people. I literally will go insane if I do it. Like, I love the spot, and I'm being biased, absolutely. But 12K, like, you need the peak Robbie Ray to pay off 12K. You need peak Robbie Ray. Ugh, I just – it's umpire dependent, and I don't know who it is. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, what are we doing with LeMet here? See, I love Lamette. This is my problem. I love the spot for Lamette. The Arizona lineup they are rolling out on a day-in and day-out basis sucks. It sucks. It just got no hit by Edison Volquez, for God's sakes. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Oh, man. And everyone's going to see this massive line for Robbie Ray, and they're just going to pass on Lamette for no good reason, Mike. Like Daniel Descalso, Chris Herman, Paul Goldschmidt, Jake Lamb, Chris Owings, Chris Iannetta, Nick Ahmed, and Raymond Fuentes. We're really scared of this lineup? Really? Well, well Peralta should be in there. Tomas should be out. He's dealing with a Why is Peralta going to be in? Isn't Why he wouldn't he be in? Isn't he hurt? I didn't think so. Oh, I think good. he just sat Sunday. Oh, good. Sweet. So we'll put another lefty in there against Lamette. Okay, awesome. Good. I love the spot for Lamette. I do. He's sixty eight hundred, and he should be like he's an eight K pitcher. Like, why is he not an eight K pitcher at this point? Uh, I, I I don't know. Like he struck out eight in first his two his first two starts against the Mets and the Cubs, throwing ninety four and, and 90, uh, 91 pitches. Yeah. with decent control. No idea. They've raised this price. Um, what eight hundred? Seven hundred. Like they raised eight hundred. Eight hundred the first start. Seven hundred the second part. Like this is a kid that has good stuff. Like I just this this kind of stuff against Arizona. Like it should like he should be at least in the Quintana Wainwright Anderson tier. Is the at ballpark least, open? Oh, eight and a half total. I can't imagine the roof's open. Because, God, it would, it would, I would they guess. There's an eight and a half total with the roof open with a redo my entire analysis. No, it's closed. I was going to say, there's an, it, it's the summer. That's Roof doesn't open a lot in the summer. I was going to say, if it's, eight, if it's an eight and a half total with the roof open, I'm going to redo my entire Robbie Ray speech. But I, I just what I just don't – like if you if you were set a line, Robbie Ray versus Lamette DK points. Points per like, dollar. 
point per dollar. No, no, just set the line. Set the line on raw points. Like, what are you setting the line at? I'd have Lamed around 18 and Ray around 20. I really want to say like 24. Okay, let's say you put Robbie Ray at 24. Like, I, I'm taking Lamet for half the price. And yeah. by the way, I think Lamet's, I, I would take over 18. Like, I would take over 18. Like, Lamet has done nothing to show me at any point that he cannot beat down this Arizona lineup with like five weak guys. Like, yes, there are three guys in the middle of the lineup I have to be concerned about that are professional hitters. There are three of them. Peralta, <laughs> Goldschmidt, and Lamb. Yes, there are three professional hitters I have to worry about. And then there's Daniel Zascazzo. Everybody else who Lamette should just abuse. He should. Like if he, if Lamette can just go out there and destroy the Mets and Cubs lineups like Swiss cheese, why am I worried about this Arizona lineup? Hey, listen, I, I'm on Team Lamette. You're not like the the one downfall I would say to Lamette. This is the one downfall is he's a rookie, you know, and that that's the one downfall to you know he's a young kid. You know, what is he? He's 24 years old. He's a rookie. This would be his first start in, in Chase Field. Like, that's the downfall, right? Like, that's the downfall. And I just don't see it. <laughs> I just – I understand, like, he's a rookie, sure. And, you know, but – But we don't we don't know how he acts, like, if he – I saw him acting when it was soaking rain in City Field. The conditions couldn't have been worse. The mound was slippery. And he just went out there and threw nasty pitch after nasty pitch after nasty pitch. Got in some trouble and just was like, okay, I gave up a home run. Just threw the pitch right first pitch. He gave up a pitch on like a curveball. Give a home run. Next pitch just throws a nasty one and freaking Conforto looked like he was freaking swinging at Houdini. It was – I'm impressed. Like the guy has had a, a 10 or higher K per nine at every level in the minor leagues. He's had mediocre control at every level. Like, I, I just – I'm in. I'm just in. Like, like he's had bad home run the fly ball luck. To boot. You're playing him for strikeouts. You know, that's what you're playing There's for. There's just so many in this Arizona lineup. I'm in. I'm just in at 6.8K. Like, I don't see a reason. I, I, I get it. Like, it's a pitcher. He can get blown up, but – I would much rather go down on this ship than Robbie Ray when I know the walks are coming. Like, unless there's something I look up tomorrow that, like, answers the question why he suddenly is not walking anyone, I just I just worry about the elevating pitch counts. They're not, like, they're not walking anyone. It's Robbie Ray. We've seen this before. We've seen this show before. Don't fall into the trap. All right. Um, any one-offs that you like here for um... – San Diego. The problem is no. Like I don't see a leverage spot. Let me just look at the pricing real quick. Make sure that there isn't a leverage spot. Oh man. How much is Renfro? Three four. It'd be the one one off. That would be the yeah. one guy. I think you should play Franchi Cadaro on FanDuel at fifty four hundred. I know. I saw somebody <laughs> tweeted us that. Yeah. I, I, I tweeted it out like two hours ago. I was like, Franchi Cordero is the worst play in the history of DFS. Our FanDuel. The worst his- he would be the worst play in the history of DFS. So, so Renfro, since the start of last – since getting called up last year, 
Um, against left-handed pitching in small sample size, 57 at-bats, 298 ISO, 430 Woba, 32% hard contact, only a 10% strikeout rate. Um, like, if there's one guy that I, I feel like could crush Robbie Ray in this spot, it's Renfro. What would the price on Will Myers have to be to make you interested? 36. It's 38. Not interested. Need to be 36 on the dollar. I didn't even look. 36. Because like, I do, I feel like I'm gonna get burned by Robbie Ray no matter which way I go. By the way, like if I fade him, I can like, he's gonna go strike at fault 14, and I'm just gonna be like, I was the Robbie Ray guy, and now I've missed all the great starts. And if I play him and he walks five, I'm just gonna feel equally stupid. It's just really win. hard not to like him in the spot when you look at. Like, I do this. like him. I just know it's Robbie Ray. The Robbie Ray's worst enemy is Robbie Ray. I just I feel like you gotta get off that CJ. Why? Before these two starts, he walked 11 in three starts. Like, why? Why should I suddenly get off? Like, what has he figured out in the last two starts that suddenly makes him, like, a top-five pitcher, which is basically what they're asking for at 12K? All right, I'm going to have to go look and see who's catching him. Like, that could explain a lot too, right? Maybe I know. He did this last year. Didn't Robbie Ray do this last year where he had a couple starts with no – I could have sworn that Robbie Ray had this last year where he had a couple starts where he didn't walk anybody – and he went into St. Louis, and everyone played him. Everyone. It was a Sunday game. He was like 50%, and he just started walking the house. I'm going to go look this up now. I'm looking at it. Um, Let's see. It was like middle of the summer, I want to say. Where is it? May. Like one to three. To Here, walk. It is. Here it is. Here it is. It was the, be- it was the freaking beginning of May. Where he he where he pitched well against the Miami. He pitched well at core. He pitched okay, well at cores. He pitched well against the Yankees. And everyone's like, oh, he's only walked five in his last three. And then he did the complete set. The complete, you know, I'm Robbie Ray, and I walk everyone now. Just yeah. I just don't believe that he has this. I don't. I just don't believe he's going to not walk people. And when Robbie Ray walks people, everything goes to hell. All right, fair enough. Um, any bats on the Arizona side here? No. All right, Toronto. I don't hate Jake on a one-off, but Jake Lamb one-off in in Chase Field's always in play, right? Yeah, yeah. Third base is kind of not a position I'm exactly like throughout the roster. Someone, if you're a member of Team BVP, Corey Spangenberg has some amazing BVP for reasons I have no idea why. <laughs> so weird. It's a very <laughs> real. This two stolen bases thing too, and he's twenty six hundred. I'm just saying, never would actually roster him, but whatever. Toronto at Oakland, Estrada against Jesse Hahn. Um, go ahead. Tell us why we should play Estrada. I'm not. Uh-oh. Change your this mind. Umpire, this umpire scared the living hell out of me. He's got uh, he's got Pat Holberg behind the plate, who's one of the better pitcher umpires in the league, and he doesn't give the low strike. I, uh, that's not exactly a recipe that I'm looking for here. You know, I, if I'm playing – if I'm playing – I like to see the low strike, and I just don't see it here. Um, you know, he, he just doesn't. You know, he's the number twenty-two batter-friendly umpire. A lot of his favorable calls go to the home team. Um, you know, he does give a few extra strikes low, but oh, man, I just I'll have some because I'm just an Estrada truther. But this isn't a spot where I'm really dream. Like I just like the upside of Lamette more. For like three thousand less, or whatever, thirty four hundred less, or twenty four hundred less, whatever it is. Like, gotcha. I don't mind Estrada. I'll have some if I play a lot of teams, which I'm planning on doing. Uh, but I don't think he'll be a core guy. 
Like this umpire is just too good to be kind of doing that. Um, what what pitches does Toronto struggle with? I always forget. Sliders and yeah. changeups. And Estrada throws a nasty changeup. No, that's the other way. Oh, sorry. What pitches does Oakland struggle with? No, 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 no. Toronto. I was thinking about Jesse Hahn. Um, oh, you're not playing Jesse Hahn. Just no, I'm not. I was just trying to figure out if I wanted to play any of these Toronto bats or not. What pitches do what, – what, I don't remember what the Oakland pitch is. What is the Oakland pitch they struggle with? Everything. They're Oakland. They suck. They don't suck. It's, it's change-ups, isn't it? That's a hot take, CJ. Oakland doesn't suck is a hot take. They don't suck. How's that a hot take? Like they have three really good hitters in the middle of their lineup. This is a hot – their 3-4-5 is amazing. What do you mean? Crush, yeah. Davis, and Healy. Uh, this, or, I'm sorry – Davis, Alonzo, and Healy. Like, how is this a hot take? Because they have three good hitters and the rest of their team sucks. That's like, like, we just made the same case on Arizona. They have three good hitters and the rest of their team sucks. And I didn't say Arizona didn't suck. Wow, <laughs> these swing strike rates against changeups. Holy moly. Um, all right, let's talk bats here. Is there anything on the Blue Jays that you like? No. Is there I don't hate the stack. Is there anything on Oakland that you like? Yeah, Yonder Alonzo. Holy moly. Uh, let's check my I'm looking to see if Estrada's in play with this with this change of strike swing and strike rate. God, he's so not in play. <laughs> uh the three four five that I just mentioned not sucking profiles really well. <laughs> really, yeah. really, really well. Make sure Chris Davis plays. Didn't he leave the game early? Oh, that's right. He did. If he leaves the game with an injury, then you can just play a Yonder and Healy one off again. Shout out Team Healy. What up, baby? (laughs) Way to save my day at 5% owns. All right. Um, Minnesota at Seattle. Hector Santiago against James Paxton. Uh, Paxton, a 200 favor here. Biggest favor on the slate. Uh, Hector Santiago sucks. Um, Like, we like lefties against Seattle, but I'm not playing Hector Santiago. Nope. Love Paxton. I don't think there's too much to talk about here. Um, you know, there are some there are some righties in this lineup that hit left-handed pitching well. Dozier, Grossman, Sano, uh, Vargas would probably start over Maurer here. And like Paxton's just good. Like, you know, you and I started talking about this guy at the end of last year. His velocity started to come up. His swinging strike rate this season is fourteen point three percent. He has a thirty percent strikeout rate. Like, this guy is an elite left-handed strikeout pitcher. Yep, and he's, like, 2000 underpriced. Yeah, he should be. I would pay the same pro- – I would rather pay play James Paxton than Robbie Ray, straight up. Straight up. And I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think it is either. Yeah, so anybody on the Twins? No. Like, they tempted me with Dozier at 3500 but that's really about it. And I guess they probably tempted with Sano. I didn't even look at his price, but I can't imagine ever doing it. No, Sano is 4,700 and, and Brian Dozier is 3,500. So one of those is in play and the other is not. <laughs> What's Grossman? You're not playing Grossman on this slate. Stop it. Just asking. I was curious. I'm not even, I'm not even going to tempt you with that. Yeah, 35. Yeah, he's the same. Brian Dozier is the same price as uh, Grossman. That's probably a price in fourth spot. Um. Seattle, there's a guy that's pretty good against left-handed pitching on this team. 
Will he stay? Will he play nine innings, or is he gonna freaking just leave the game early again? Didn't he over the weekend like start to play games again? Yeah, probably means he's due to get pulled from a game. And like he hit a couple home runs, so like I, I think he's fine. God, too bad Machanagher isn't back yet. God, we're such a great spot, but he's not back yet. Um, yeah, love Nelson Cruz. Love Nelson Cruz. Play Nelson Cruz. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think we really have to explain that one, right? Yeah, I just I'm trying to figure out if there's anybody else that I want here. Like Santiago's bad. Bad. God, he's so bad against righties. He has a 38 percent hard contact. He's a fly ball pitcher. Like if you hit the ball and you hit it, he's gonna go out of the ballpark. Yeah, I mean Nelson Cruz is going to be a very early pick in home run derby, and there will be a very almost certain veto. I know, and I get to go first today. I wish Taylor Motter was cheaper. If he was 3K like he has been, like I'd play him here. Shortstop, second base, you know, he hits left-handed pitching well enough. Yeah, yeah uh, I, I wouldn't – I'm not going to like sit here and oppose the idea. I can't say I would be like just ready to do it. but Yeah, I just I – I would really want him to be cheaper at 3,500. Um, moving on, Washington at L.A. Weirdest line on the slate. This line is so funky. Max Scherzer against Brandon McCarty, eight and a half or seven and a half total. Max Scherzer a one fifteen favorite. I fade Max Scherzer on the line alone. What's next? Like if this line doesn't move today, like I'm not playing Scherzer. No chance. Nope. Is not gonna be able to do it. Just the weirdest line, like right, like. Oh yeah, this is the this is a pure like trap line. Like go ahead and play it at your own risk. I just saw the line. and I'm like, he's thirteen k. Like, if he ends up under, like, 130, I'm just not playing him. Yeah. I mean, the problem is that the Dodgers have all these power lefties and Scherzer has, gives up home runs. Like, I know what I know why. Like, that's the problem. It is, it, it's a legit problem. It's a very legitimate problem. Like, like, I don't hate the idea, like, when you're building some tournament teams here, if you put in some of these Dodgers lefties as, like, one-offs, like, Grindall mashes fastballs that are above like 95, right? Like 94 plus. You're getting exactly zero discount on Bellinger. You're getting a discount on Grandall. Like, I guess Grandall one off. Words I thought I never would say out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Grandall one off. You know, I like it. I know you do. I can't believe I'm saying those words out of my mouth. Not playing, not playing Bellinger at 4,200, by the way. No chance in freaking hell. Doesn't Scherzer throw as hard, right? I'm not. Yeah, oh my god, this might be an excellent. Like Grindel might hit two home runs off of him. He throws just man. He just throws a ton of fastballs against lefties. Yeah, ninety-four mile an hour fastball. Oh my god. Oh, any PVP? Grindel one for three, one for one, with <laughs> one for one with a walk. <laughs> one for one with a walk. Man, you want to know what he did last year against fastballs against the velocity of uh, Max Scherzer? I have it up. I bet you it's like, all right, ISO, do you have that up? Yeah, I have it all up. I have everything. ISO is probably 3 plus, 300 plus. No, nah, it's not quite that good. It's 281. Oh, 281 from a catcher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hold on, it gets better. What do you think his Woba is? Um, 420. 446. X Woba, 439. Swinging strike rate, 8%. He matches hard fastballs. Oh man, and what's he do against the off-speed stuff just for fun? He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. 
So he's just like, he sucks. It, you uh, know, it's actually not as bad as you would think. It's it, not great, but it's not as bad as you think. When he actually hits the slider, it goes a long way. And the swing it misses the other stuff. <sighs> yeah, man. Shit. Now I love you as my anchor doll. Yeah, yeah. Jump on board. I can't wait to my night tomorrow. I'm winning all the money. I'm sitting, sitting there on Yasmani Grandal again. Actually, that's true. All right, Yasmani, I love you. This worked out well last time I needed you to perform late in the, in the clutch. Let's do it again. I was about to say. <laughs> well, let's do it again. All right, yeah. Yasmani. You're getting, you're getting underlined in exclamation points. Let's get this done. All right. Um, anybody here against uh, McCarty that you like? Daniel Murphy. No one ever plays him when he's on the West Coast for some reason. And he's really hot, too. McCarthy has massive, like, it's small sample size, but five hits in 43 at-bats. Only wow. nine nine strikeouts, yeah. Uh, Murphy right now is just locked in. Yeah, like, uh, who's going to play for Worth? He went on a 10-day DL. They started Ryan Rayburn tonight. Yeah, but it was a lefty. Do you think? No, I. I uh, there's an answer. I remember. I heard the answer, and I just don't remember who it is. Is it Goodwin? Goodwin's already playing because of Eaton, isn't he? No, Taylor's playing because of Eaton. Yeah, so it'll be Goodwin then. He's twenty eight hundred on DraftKings. It all depends where they bat him. Yeah, when do you think he'd be at like six? Right, I think they'll bat him maybe. Just a guess. Well, then Taylor would be moved up. Wouldn't you think? Yeah, His price is ridiculous. Yeah, you're not playing Taylor. If you, if you get a decent spot on Goodwin, like that's a good little source of value that nobody plays these guys from the late games. So like I I like that value play there. Yeah, I don't hate that idea. Um, it's kind of it, man. We got through it. I know it took forever, but we got through it. Um, yeah. Blame I mean, what else are we gonna do? This it's not like it wasn't a 15 game we could run through. Like, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's play some home run derby, and then we're gonna get out of here. Um, hey, Nelson, Nelson Cruz. Cruz you know, <laughs> I was just trying to save some time. Yeah. Uh, no problem. Uh, Yasmani Grindal. You prick. <laughs> no way. I totally was going to go there and make you use the veto because I thought there was no chance you're going to use him first overall. First overall. Oh, man. Yep. That's how I roll. Damn it. All right. I'm going to take Conforto. Oh, that, that pick doesn't suck. You're letting me have it? Yep. Not for sure. I was getting vetoed. Um, I love how freaking Nelson Cruz is like outfielder twenty or something. Like, come on, DraftKings, get your shit together. Will you? Good job, DraftKings. Appreciate it. Oh, actually, that's player overall number twenty. I lied. He is outfielder. It's forty nine hundred. He's priced ten. He's outfielder ten. It's still pretty bad. I'll take Eric Thames. Yeah, zero chance that's happening. <laughs> I didn't think so. That's why I was gonna let you have Conforto because I was hoping Thames got through to me. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. No um, chance you were getting things. I didn't think so. Um, My notebook has Milwaukee in big capital letters with an arrow pointing to it. Yeah, I'm going to forget about Milwaukee. I already know it. Um, I'm not. I'm going to take Jerko. You just gave me a death stare like I'm never allowed back on the podcast ever again. All right. I'm going to go J.D. Martinez. And Mark Trumbo. Okay. I will take Chris Davis with a C. Playing that BVP. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it as well. All right. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Amazing slate. Amazing, Amazing slate. slate. Amazing slate. 
It's an amazing slate to check out our sponsor, Playdraft. Make sure you guys head on over there. Check them out. It's playdraft.com. I'm challenging you to one. I just want to get a win, even if it doesn't count. I need to get my confidence up. I kind of don't want to play you. I'm just on such a streak. Like, Come on. You said you'd accept challenges from anyone. You just said it at the start of the show. I'm getting my, my record from all those auto-drafts back oh, up. Oh, shut again. up. It was not auto-draft. You got your ass kicked in football. Just own it. Just own it. You got your ass kicked in football. Uh, I'm not owning anything. Uh, that's going to do it here for the Tuesday edition of the Morning Grind. We'll be back with Notorious tomorrow. Good luck in your contest tonight, and we'll see you guys then. Hey, what's up, Roto Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel. Available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.